One witch is powerful. A coven of witches is unstoppable. Want to go deeper in your craft with the support of your basic witches? Then join our coven on Patreon. We have three tantalizing tiers with ad-free episodes, shout-outs on the pod, monthly card pulls, and girl talk, where you get to connect with us one-on-two. So, are you a basic witch, boss witch, or our best witch? We can't wait to see you in the coven. Hexo, hexo. Basic witches. I mean, we're witches, <laughs> basically. Hey, witches, Leah here. You know, my all time favorite thing to talk about is manifestations, synchronicities, and going for the goals. So if you're ready to put your feminine energy in the front seat and whoa, manifest some shit, wait, are you really going to bleep out? Shit? I can't say shit. this is my commercial. Anyway, what are you waiting for? It's can or never. Join my four-week manifestation course, buy my deck, art, and more by going to www.leahkanauer.com. L-E-A-H-K-N-A-U-E-R.com. Hey, witch, it's Rach. You've really gotten to know me and I want to get to know you. Enroll in my virtual self-love course, learn to fucking love yourself, and we'll connect one-on-one in your complimentary coaching call. Learn to Fly is a crash course that'll heal your entire internal world. It covers inner child work, cord cutting out the bullshit from your life, Marie Kondoing your mind, and tactical exercises that will teach you how to enjoy being you. Read the stellar reviews and enroll at rachellaforest.com slash learn to fly. Let's get high on self-love, baby. Hey, witches, what's up? You're listening to Basic Witches. I'm Rachel LaForest. I'm Leah Knauer, and holy shit, witches. I still have chills from our conversation with Sheila Kelly. She started S-Factor, and she is just a boss-ass queen, and she's been in the movement of sensuality and sexuality for 25 years, so... She's been like paving the way. She is the divine feminine. She's embodying it. She's doing all this work to help you embody it. Um, total badass feminist owning all of it. You're going to be so fucking inspired. We have a super lit card pull at the end. I mean, oh, every- the card pull was crazy. <laughs> Everything about this episode is like, Pinch me, pinch me. I yeah, love and this woman. You're gonna wanna pinch yourself. You're gonna wanna touch yourself while you're listening. It gets very sensual. Um, yeah. So we know you are going to enjoy it. And if you listen to our show, which obviously you do because you hear this right now, um, then you are already a part of our coven. But if you wanna get even deeper into your practice with us, the Basic Witches, then be sure to join our Patreon. We have a magical virtual coven there, and you'll get card pulls every so often on the podcast and access to our virtual moon circles. And you'll get to see the video of this episode so you can see Sheila's movements and what she's describing. And you can see Leah and I literally being bobbleheads the entire time because we could not nod our heads enough and we could not snap enough. Yes. Everything was so yes. We know you're so going to love it. We fucking love you. Fucking enjoy. 
I wish we were in person so we could dance with you, Sheila. Oh my God. Oh, yeah. I want to dance that. with you so bad. Oh my God, me too. Oh my <gasps> God. Do you have just like a bunch of poles in your house? I have two. Oh, and I'm, I'm the actually, dream. A, I'm up in Vancouver and oh, I'm cool. shooting and uh, I have two temporary poles in a rental house. That, we just sold the house in LA that had three poles. Wow. Oh my gosh. Can't go anywhere without your pole. Goals, pole goals. <laughs> okay, four poles if you count. Oh him. my gosh. Overachiever. I love it. I love um, it. I are you guys pole. taking class? I do pole. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I love cool. it. I mean, obviously I haven't done it in a while because I used to go to classes, but I, when I was doing it consistently, I was in the best shape of my life and I felt so fucking sexy and yeah. so strong. And when I watched Strip Down Rise Up, that's when I told Rachel, I was like, we have to have Sheila on the pod. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm, oh, glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Where did you do pole? Um, I started at, I bounced around a bunch in LA. One was like Secret Pole. Another was Luscious Maven. Um, never did S Factor though. And now I regret that. That's, and now we're gone. We're oh, gone. Oh no! Really? COVID. COVID. Everything is online now. Everything's digital for now. So mm. Everybody, even New York, had to close their S Factor, and San Francisco <gasps> still is open though. Uh, and okay. They'll have a brick and mortar, but there are some teachers. There are still some teachers. Mm-hmm. Well, even without getting to go to your class, just watching Strip Down Rise Up, I learned a lot from you. Yeah. So you're still reaching people (laughs) big time. I hope to reach even more given that we're taking the business online. Mm -hmm. That's probably going to be true. Don't you think? I think you will reach more. I mean, it's inevitable, I guess. I mean, we don't literally have the poll, but S factor is not, it's not about the poll. I mean, we love the poll. The polls are great, but it's really about reclamation of the feminine body, mind, heart, soul. It's about, you know, rising up into our full voice in a full body. It's, it's, that's what it's really about for me. And in doing that, you must retrieve the one thing that our society has a conflicted relationship with, and that is our erotic. Yes. Got to retrieve the erotic. If you don't retrieve the erotic, then you're just doing acrobatics on the pole. Mm-hmm. Yes. And how do you describe the erotic? That part. The erotic is, oh, that's a great question. It's a, the erotic is anything and everything that brings your body into a heightened sense of awareness and aliveness. That's what's about it to me. Sexy is not something someone sees me as. Sexy is an emotion I feel within. I feel sexy. I feel titillated in my own skin. I smell everything around me. I can feel everything around me. I taste everything that has passed my lips. I, I hear everything. It's, it's heightened. It's heightened beingness. Mm. It is that heightened beingness of, of aliveness. You know, that's what erotic is. And yeah. turn on is a part of that erotic, juicy, sexual turn on is part of being alive. Mm-hmm. I love it. The timing of this conversation too is so perfect because I just started my bleed today and I took a, um, a sensual voice activation meditation earlier today. So like 
I'm just in this in your body. Nice. I I'm on my bleed too, synced up even across thousands of miles. Amazing. Amazing. I'm not. Oh, give it time. If we spend enough time together. Um, and I feel the same, like that, that blood in the toilet, like seeing it makes me like, can that be erotic? Because I get like excited to see it. Oh, it's hot. Yeah. It's like, I'm alive. I'm bleeding and I'm not dying. It's actually like me being really alive. And I'm not pregnant. (laughs) It's so primal. I yeah. love bleeding. I loved it when I did. I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm menopausal, but oh, I good loved for you. it. And it's beautiful. I, the whole journey of the feminine is just epic. Oh. And bleed. I loved bleeding. I loved the cramps. I loved the babies. I loved my womb. I loved that feeling of being connected to the earth and the pain of it was yes. so- delicious and yeah that's erotic yeah I was Mm. gonna say like I freaking love the cramps too I have texts to my partner and my sister from a couple days ago being like I have cramps I'm so happy I love this pain like again it's like feeling alive and it's it's so magical and would you say that the erotic can be then um quote darker emotions and feelings like grief can grief be erotic can anything be erotic Well, I love that. I think that the feminine is erotic Mm -hmm. and I think the masculine is erotic and anything out of the binary, whatever you are, you are it fully. If you are ever, whatever you call yourself, that is erotic. Being fully within the body, within your skin, two million nerve endings turned on all over your skin. Yeah, I think emotion, emotion, all emotion, and, and part of S factor, a huge part of S factor is turning on all of your emotional energy as well. I call it emotability because mm. the fat has the ability to have a plethora of emotional energy moving and channeling through us at any given time. But we're so ascribed to the masculine patriarchy that that's not comfortable for the patriarchy. They like order. They like mm-hmm. everything in its place. So we have learned to shut down and twist our emotion into our bodies. And that's not erotic and that's not healthy. And so, yes, grief can be erotic and rage can be erotic. Oh. And so at S Factor, there are these 10 iconic erotic creatures and they're all based on 10 core emotions, five light emotions and five dark emotions. So the light emotions, you've got the blissful pleaser. She comes from the body emotion of nurturing. You have the lustful lover who's just pure hedonistic pleasure. You have the innocent teaser. She comes from pure surprise and openness. You have the champion who comes from grounded, determined bravery. And then you have the um, the dark emotional, and well, you've got the joyful playmate, the last one who just comes and wants to interact and play. Those are the five lighter bodies that we have. The darker emotions are the deep soulful siren. She comes from a place of depth and sadness. She knows grief. And then you've got the uh, shy, reluctant enigma, and she comes from fear, but she's not frozen in fear. She just acknowledges caution in life. And she's recedes more than it comes forward. So she brings a lover in as opposed to goes and gets a lover. 
you have the dangerous challenger who's pissed off and has fire and storm and drum and it's sexual and it's erotic. And then you have the ice queen and she comes from disgust. And that is a primal, every one of these primal emotions, they come from the body and they are body postures. And so disgust is the energy that kept our ancestors from feeding our tribes poison berries poison rotten food, right? Stayed right. away from the wrong mate because the smell was repulsive, right? And then you have the naughty provocateur and she comes from uh, shame, flipping shame on its head and, and provoking anyway. Oh. So those are the 10 erotic creatures and they're all different shapes, sizes, colors. They're just all different mm -hmm. within each body. But yes, emotion is erotic. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you come up with those 10? Uh, I, I'm, I'm a witness. I literally am a witness and a channel for whatever is coming through me into the earth. And it is, uh, I watched and witnessed all of these bodies dancing, thousands of them, mm -hmm. and they all had a similar theme. There'd be the, the angry one or the shy one or the deep one or the light one who liked to play or the totally gasping, innocent one. You know, so they just uh, revealed themselves to me as over the 20 years I've been developing this and teaching this. And um, so it didn't come from here. It came from witnessing and experiencing women dancing uh, for mm -hmm. 20 years. Wow. Is that like the most primal thing there is women dancing? I'm like, I, mm -hmm. there's something so powerful in it. Mm -hmm. It's truth. Ooh. It's truth. And, and it's organic, and and, you know, the, uh, mm -hmm. and you know, I've been doing this a long time and there were, I've, I've always had pushback from someone somewhere mm -hmm. that, that wants to continue to keep the feminine down. Mm -hmm. it used to be that the, uh, it used to be that there were um, some second waivers that used to say, well, you're throwing women back and, and making them objects, sexual objects. And, mm -hmm. and I would say to them, think about it. What came first? The hip circle or the hard on? <laughs> the hip circle, right? Right? Yeah. It was, a, it was a primal movement that we did in tribe when we lived in an agrarian society. We were going from hunter-gatherer to agrarian. And women, are, we were so esteemed. We were so worshipped because we brought life. We were godlike creatures, at least yep. seen by our 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 tribes, our, our communities. And we were thought to have so much power in our pelvis when we were on our bleed, where I call yes. we would go out over the crops and we would undulate our hips and our bodies over the crops, dropping our seed into the fertile soil to fertilize and feed the tribe. That is how powerful and how revered we used to be. Mm -hmm. I'm like so and, turned on with power right now. <laughs> and then came agriculture and yes. listeners have heard me talk about this before but you're speaking to it again it's like agriculture and drawing lines in the mm -hmm. earth separated and and compartmentalized women into the uh idea of property to go yes. along with those lines yes and yeah. yeah I am all for women like you who are yeah go ahead no, I, I love, I love what you're saying. Oh, just that. that. I, 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 I feel like one of my, uh, one of my um, best friends. Yes. Uh, I, 
Sheila, literally, I already felt like that before talking to you. I was like, this woman is me. I'm yeah. this woman and we know each Seriously, other. It's amazing because I, this is what I speech. This is yes. what I, speech. This is what yeah. I teach. I teach mm-hmm. that, you know, yes, yes. We're, there, there's a, there's a great balance of masculine feminine that can happen. It's not happened yet. No. It can happen. It should happen. We can move toward it, but we did become property and our sexuality became owned yes. as, well, as well as our bodies became judged and monitored. And yes. that's where we find ourselves today. And we need a fucking freedom break. I yes. know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like you'll be proud of this. So my parents um, are super religious. I come from like a Catholic upbringing. So I'm really the witch that's just busting out these cycles and they, I never noticed it until after watching Strip Down Rise Up, but freaking at their house, there's a pole. It's a support pole. Yeah. Okay. It's like, it's like on the way walking into their house, there's a, I think it's for support for the roof overhang, but it is the exact dimensions of a pole. So I got really excited after the movie. <laughs> yeah. And I, started, okay, that's funny. I jumped on it and I started spinning around and like it caused a reaction in them. And I'm just like, good, plant the seeds. Cause it's like, the there seeds. is nothing wrong with me jumping up and swinging around on a pole and feeling good and expressing. No, man. Yes. In fact, there's everything right about it. Yes. It's out fucking loud, live out loud, unapologetic, get rid of all the judgment, all the policing, all the bullshit that just strangles us. It just strangles, it strangles us emotionally and soulfully and witchily, but it also just, just somatically, because I studied a lot of somatics and trauma, it, it strangles the musculature, it strangles the fascia. We get twisted inside anatomically yes and then we have to untwist all that and reshape our bodies for freedom yes mm-hmm. okay yeah. coming home coming do you, home do you have like with all your studying of somatics and I've gotten to experience a little bit of it I got to have two sessions with a somatic therapist after I was sexually assaulted and it was really deep and helpful work um do you feel like the constriction of the body causes much of the modern ailments and things oh yes so do i 100 yeah 100 i feel like i mean and when we when we twist ourselves out of our natural shape to fit somebody else's idea of who we should be because mm-hmm. that's what we do we mm-hmm. twist ourselves oh you mean i can't want i can't have sexual desire mm-hmm. let me stop that Oh, I can't cry. Let me stop that. Oh, I can't be angry. Let me stop that. Getting so smaller get and smaller. And look how stooped and stooped. Yeah. I can't breathe. <sighs> Nothing. I mean, the body is meant to be this open flowing vessel of energy. Mm-hmm. And that energy is erotic and it's emotional and it's sensual. And that is who we should be mm-hmm. with our brains taking us into an even ex- more extraordinary experience of life. But now what do I see? I see women everywhere you go. I'm sure that you're in Ohio and you're in Uruguay. Everywhere you go, you're going to see this posture. Mm-hmm. This, this. Oh, shut off. Shut off. This. Yeah. This. I mean, it, there's so much shame that's trapped in the, fe- the feminine body. And I'm sure there's mm-hmm. th- the shame trapped in the masculine body too. But my expertise um, is the feminine body. Yeah. And I think that there's been systematic 
oppression of the feminine that causes more of it in the feminine. I think it's pretty safe to say that. Yeah. Yeah. It's more prevalent. Were you always drawn to this work? Because when I was reading about you, I saw that you got into this because you played a stripper in in the Blue Lagoon or is that what it's called? Dancing at the Blue Iguana. Mm. Oh, the Blue Iguana. Yes. Yeah. Well, it's a long story. I have time. Um, Yeah, I'm into it. (laughs) You're both actresses, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so I, uh, as a young actress, I played this film, this uh, this role of a of a prostitute in a film called Breaking In. It was a it was with the Scottish director Bill Forsyth, and so I went to strip clubs because that's the closest I could get to a sex workers. And mm-hmm. it was very I'm very very shy and very you know not 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 my line of work, but I respect and love everyone that chooses that that line of work, but not for me. So I would go into the strip clubs and watch these women move and was absolutely blown away by the beauty mm-hmm. and the ownership and the confidence of these women on stage. And I thought, oh, well, I want to do that. So I wrote a script and produced it 15 years later Wow! in my 30s, got the film produced, which is Dancing at the Blue Iguana. So I had been kind of obsessed since 24, 25 years old. Wow. With this movement, because I was a dance major in college, I was a ballerina, I was I did somatics and movement in college and tons of stuff having to do with the body. I had a catastrophic injury and had to move into the acting program, but <gasps> I loved. But suffice to say, I I picked it all back up with this obsession with this erotic movement. Yeah. Um, so I I guess you could say, yes, I have always been very, very drawn to movement, dance, and the erotic. Those are Mm. the three things I love very much. Mm. And I was like 12, I ordered Carmen Electra striptease (laughs) DVDs. I remember those. Yeah, and my mom found them and like took them away from me. But like, even from a young age, I was drawn to just like being sexy and empowered. And the fact that she took them away says so much about how I was raised, but I took them back. I took them back. I snuck in her room and I stole them, yeah. Oh my God. I remember those. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> where, did, where did you grow up? Pennsylvania, which I saw you're from as well, yeah. but I'm Philadelphia side. I lived in Philly for a little while. Oh, nice. Justin Hill. Oh, okay, cool. I'm from Westchester. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I also so support sex work and I remember learning in my favorite class in college, women and gender studies, that, um, when we give the governing body the power to say that sex is sex work is illegal, we've given away our most innate right to pleasure yeah. because now it's controlled. Now yeah. it's either underground or above ground. So we've actually yeah. given away everything because we gave away the one thing that can inherently make us feel good. So what else will you not give away? And, and so that really stuck with me of like, there's something so important about sexuality and pleasure. And, that's and by, gonna... doing, by doing that too, it becomes more dangerous for sex workers. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Well, there's something to say about, just give me my autonomy, okay? Mm-hmm. Let me yeah. be a sovereign being on this planet. Right. I'm telling you what I can and cannot do to and with my body. Stop. And I have been a, a mouth for this fourth wave of feminism for many, many years. It's really hard going, you guys. It's You, yeah. get, you get up about you know, you roll the boulder up and it's just, oh, it's coming back down. And, it's just, <gasps> and then you roll it back up and you're like, oh no, this is quite coming off. And then you roll yes. it. Just, 
it's constant. It's a constant mm-hmm. push against the autonomy and freedom of the feminine body. Right. So, so that's telling us something. What's it telling us? How do we get to the kernel of freedom? Mm-hmm. How do we get to the kernel of political freedom, personal freedom, emotional freedom? And I think it's the personal reclamation of the erotic creature within every woman before we can, as a wall, make changes, mm. policy changes and systemic changes and stuff like that. And, and cannot that, snap enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And you know what though? This film was was met with so much controversy. Really? From who usually? Every and anybody you can imagine. We we live in such a polarized time <sighs> right now. And so you know, I think some people wanted to turn it on and see just a bunch of sexy writhing women without tears. Mm-hmm. And then and it became oops. too real for them. And some people wanted it to mm-hmm. be just about the pole. And some people wanted it to be just about the you know deeper journey. And it's just, no matter what you do or where you turn, it just always seems like there's a cacophony of voices telling you what you should and shouldn't do mm-hmm. with your body. Yeah. Oh, what? Back the fuck mm-hmm. off. Yeah. Well, I hope you see and feel all the people that do support you and do appreciate what you do at like us too, like me and yeah. Rachel. Like I loved the film so much. And something that I was um, surprised by watching is there was even pushback within the class that there was one girl that was like kind of uncomfortable <sighs> with it. It felt like she was invulnerable to the, the mm-hmm. depth of which she could have gone. Mm-hmm. Oh, Amber. Mm. Yeah, she's like, get me out of here. <laughs> Put a baseball and a mitt in my hand. Let me go play a masculine sport. You know, look. Yeah. Does that happen um, often in the classes or do people kind of know what they're signing up for? I think people know what they're signing up for with S, that it's a that it's a it's sexy. It's it can be as deep as you want it to be, it can be as light as you want it to be. But that particular group, you know, for the film was going to be a deeper journey because mm-hmm. of, we had cameras and we had six months and you know that's a that's a beautiful deep time to kind of get into your body and uncover who you are as an erotic being and you learn you know how how I know up here in my head how I think I want to be loved but when you really start to ask your body you know how do you want to be loved how do you want to be touched how do you want to be kissed how do you want to be grabbed or not you know when you start to really listen down into your body I can't believe the things. I mean, you know my husband, Richard Lee. He, yeah. He loves you. Um, yeah. He's a dark person. He's a dark <laughs> energy, right? He's a dark, surly energy. It took me finding my journey through S Factor and finding that I had a lot of dangerous challenger energy and that pissy, little irritated energy. But it that revelation was such a gift for our relationship because I could finally understand why I was so drawn to his dark energy and mm. I could meet him. And then the set, the, can I say this? Oh, yeah. Was like, <laughs> was like, everything about us became 10 times more heightened because mm. I knew who I was. I knew mm. how I wanted to be loved. I knew how I wanted to be met in love. Mm-hmm. I mean, that stuff. That's what are your signs? Is he a Scorpio? No. Are what you are though? Signs? No. Oh. <laughs> yeah. What are your signs? I'm a Libra. 
Oh, oh beautiful. And he is a Gemini. <gasps> okay. Yes, Gemini. I'm a Gemini. That's why Gemini. you're Gemini too. They get along. Yeah. And I'm a Scorpio. Oh, you are? Yeah. <laughs> I feel right. like you're doing Scorpionic work in what you're yeah, doing though. Cause totally. you're taking people into the underworld and you're like yeah. making everything come up and be raw and be felt and come through it. Yes. Yeah. That is my, that is my jam. Maybe you can handle it because you're an earth sign. And so you can do it. You can stay grounded. I thought it was an air sign. Oh, wait, shoot. Is Libra air? Libra is air. (laughs) Basic witch. Basic witch moment. (laughs) Okay. I mean, I can just flow with it. I just flow around it. You know, I mean, I, I just, I just yearn for a day when we're all able to live authentically, fully out loud in our bodies and our, and our lust and our love and our grief and our, all of it. I just, mm. I love vision. I loved Richard's moment in the movie too. Cause it was clear that he is so happy for you yeah. and that like this old, like you being happy only helps your relationship and you I'm like just- being sexy and feeling sexy it, to yourself in your mm. own body helps Not for him, everyone. Right. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. A hundred percent. I would say that what I teach women is to be the cup at the top of the pyramid um, and to just fill yourself first and your overflow will, you have to trust that your plethora of, 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 of being filled and full and robust and radiant is going to overflow into all of the people that you nurture and love and serve but you cannot serve from an empty cup mm-hmm. you can but you're giving emptiness to people you're giving bitterness and resentment instead yes. of completely flush and full and abundant all of those yummy things that people around you feel that abundance and they just want to be around you the feminine is light yes she, she is the life force of the planet we are meant to attract all of the energy that comes toward us like light, like moths to a, a flame, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. And when we're depleted, our light is out. We don't have that same ability to attract. Mm-hmm. I so badly want more men or people embodying more of the masculine to understand that when they cherish the feminine and allow that to happen, everyone wins. Yes. I can see it so clearly. Because mm-hmm. I understand it. I just want more people to understand it. So instead of gripping and trying to keep the feminine down, they if they would just cherish it and lift it up, they would reap all the benefits. Everyone yes. would win. Yes, everyone <sighs> would win, my love. Here's the thing. Have you seen my TED Talk? No, oh. but I will after this. Me too. I talk all about this. I okay. talk about the light of the feminine and, and how we, as a culture, in the best light what we do is use our masculine energy to shut the flame of the feminine down to protect the feminine, to keep her safe, right? Mm -hmm. Because if you actually stoke the flame, like Richard stokes my flame and I just get brighter and brighter and brighter, he actually has to get bigger and Mm. bigger and bigger and stronger and more virile. Because when the feminine gets like full and bright and like wow like you're like blindingly beautiful and glittering brightness right 
Yeah. She's going to attract all this attention. <laughs> the lover that's with her, the partner that's with her, the masculine energy that is with her mm-hmm. has to be able to protect her facing out mm-hmm. to oncoming threat instead of dousing her so the threat doesn't come. To yeah. me, that's a cowardly act. We talk a lot on this episode about getting into your body and doing healing work there, but you witches know we also believe in the healing work of the mind. So if you've been feeling like you need some help in there, we've got the place for you, BetterHelp, your go-to for online counseling by fully licensed professional therapists. Mm-hmm. There is no better spot than BetterHelp for affordable online therapy. They are the best at it, and you can talk to a licensed therapist within hours. It's just so cool because it's like wherever you are in the world, you literally have access now. There is a door that is open for you, and we get to give you a coupon on your way in. So if you want 10% off your first month with BetterHelp, you can use our code BASICWITCHES by going to betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. That's 10% off your first month of therapy. Betterhelp.com slash basicwitches. Now back to this not-so-basic episode. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. It's just how do we we get, how do we get this? I mean, I've been doing this 20 years, my loves, and this documentary is out and everything. It still causes pause. It still causes twisted, confused, just, it's just nonsense. It's just, it's confounding to me how hard it is to get women to see that they actually need this. Yeah. Leah and I were just talking about this and something we want to write about waking women up to make, to make more women realize this. And I feel the same as you, Sheila, which makes me worry because you, like you said, you've been doing it for 20 years and you still have the same things that I'm seeing already at an early stage. Like, because listeners hear me talk about all the time, how I want to be doing way more. I want, I want this to spread bigger, further, faster, more like, because I think, because we can see the potential yeah. So it's, it's hard when you see how it could be mm-hmm. oh, not yeah. here yet. No, but no. we're not going to quit you and me, but like we all no. know here, we're not right. going to stop. So we're going to keep going. We enjoy it. We right. Enjoy it. It's literally pleasure. I do. I, I love it. And I'm, I'm on a, I'm on quite a, a it's been quite a journey of just one win and then a loss and then a win mm. and then a loss. It's just like, oh, mm. and yes, I think we, I, I actually think we are definitely moving forward. I mean, I'm talking to you guys, generation below me who are really hot on this. That excites me. That, mm. that turns me on. Yeah. Like, yes. Yes. Let's and get women out, get them owning themselves, get mm. them to a feminine movement practice, whatever feminine movement practice you do, get them to watch the documentary, get them to listen to the TED Talks, get them to, I mean, if if women, they just, it doesn't, it's so fascinating because they go through life ascribing and, you know, twisting to fit in, right? Twist, Mm -hmm. twist, twist. Okay, now I'm a doctor or I'm a lawyer and I'm fitting in. Mm -hmm. I have this theory that we, um, if you think of the culture that we live in, the patriarchy as a, a masculine campfire, Mm-hmm. And the fire is the culture and the, and, and the riches and the goods and there's food cooking. And then you think about 
the most successful masculine energy is on the inner circle and the less successful you are the further away from the fire you are and then far away in the outskirts are all the feminine creatures who don't have a lot of masculine energy starving mm. and they subsist on all the scraps of decadent food that's thrown back and like wild cats, they snarl and snap at each other as they grab the fucking bones that are left mm -hmm. over from mm -hmm. a culture that is roiling with masculine energy. Yep. And they don't know they're starving. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. They don't know they're starving and they are fighting and they're tearing each other, women tearing women apart. Mm -hmm. there, should be a, there should be a place in hell for that, for that mm -hmm. shit. Yeah. Yeah. And then about half an hour away through the dark and scary woods, there are, there's the feminine campfire. That's, that's where we you, are. That's where you yes. come. That's where I am. That's where yes. Thomas Hour is. Yes. That's where we are over there. And we're saying, come over here. But the mm. problem is, is that campfire is little and we're not in concentric shaped circles. We're dancing around. Mm -hmm. you know, we go in and out of the fire. We give other women access to the fire. Mm -hmm. It's a very different fire. And what should be a balanced society is that feminine campfire should be as big and as roiling as the masculine campfire. And they should be right near each other so that we can dance between the two and the masculine feminine and all those in between in, yes. the, in the kaleidoscope of genderisms that we're all thriving in both energies. Mm -hmm. but what's happened is no matter how much we stoke that flame women come running back over to the masculine campfire because that's where the food is that's where the food is well that's where they know it is they just haven't right. figured it out yet yeah that's okay it is that ties mm. back into your vision for waking up each woman and and turning them back on and mama gina shares that vision too like we're so all in this yeah. um and I think there's something to not only the individual, but like the gathering of women and turning on that fire. Don't you think there's something to getting women in a group together? There's something vital to that. I've done that a lot. Oh no, I, I have done retreats and events a lot for the last 10 years. And there is pure magic that happens. Yeah. Pure magic. Mm -hmm. It's incredible. Hmm. and we're in COVID. I had to cancel every, I had eight events planned for 2020. I had to cancel oh. all. I have no events planned anymore because, and quite frankly, it's, it's, it's not easy. Yeah. Business-wise, as a businesswoman, to procure a place, to market it, to fill it, to get travel there, to, it, to hire people to run it. It's, it's a lot of work. But it was so worth it, you guys. It was yeah. so magical. I mean, we would dance from morning to night. We would S-factor on the beach. We would S-factor in the ocean. We would have rituals and celebrations. And we would do this thing called a movable feast where where on uh, the third night you get into your erotic clothes with your six-inch heels and you go to this elegant five-star meal and you big dance floor with poles in the middle and between each course you're dancing to like the most amazing hip hop and and Damien Rice and Sharon yes. and I mean it was just amazing mm. but the last one I held was March 15th 2020 wow the very beginning of the of the 
pandemic and yeah. then I had to cancel everything else. So will I happen? Will that happen again? And Mama Gina just stopped all her, uh, her School. live events. It's, yeah. So right now, I think what we need to do is re-brainstorm this and gather women online. Yeah, mm-hmm. gather women online, and I think I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna do an online class or meeting in a couple of weeks. But then thinking about how do I pull that together? Yeah, yeah. Well, Leah and I have been doing. We shifted ours because we used to do moon circles in person in LA on the moon. It was kind of similar to S Factor, dancing to get into the body to then be able to speak from the body. Beautiful. and share in circle. Yeah. And it's always yeah. like wisdom and emotion mm. and pure mm. magic. Like you're oh. saying. Yeah. Nice. Oh, mm-hmm. see, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So now, now we're doing them virtually and it's, it's different, but at the same time, it is still working. Um, we have to cap it so that it, the number is feasible of so many people in a zoom, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, What's really cool about it, though, is that we have people all over the world that we wouldn't have met before. It was just Los Angeles. Yes. We had someone. We're we're seeing the reach in Singapore. It was like 2 a.m. her time, and she showed up for the moon and she did it all. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. So I love that. I'll tell you, the last virtual uh, class I did, and then everything went to shit as far as just (laughs) I moved, I sold my house, I'm up here. I had 500 women. in a virtual class. That's amazing. It was amazing. It was like last May. Okay. So I've not been able to do it since just given all the logistics. I had to put my whole company in hibernation. Yeah. COVID. Yeah. Yeah. Close the two studios. Thank you, COVID. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think there's a beautiful gift to it all is I actually think COVID has been, I I had COVID, my husband and I. Mm, Me too. You did? I did. Well, I was lucky. It was pretty mild. Oh, ours was not. Oh, this I'm sorry. Worse than mine. Yeah, it was awful. Oh. Yeah. But um, there's been such a gift in it as well. This deep self-reflection and, and deep, you know, deep winds of change. Yes. Know, the winds of change have been moving through me and everyone I know. And it's really quite cleansing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just keep hearing so loudly in my hearing, but in my gut, um, (laughs) the second brain that (laughs) your vision of like waking up these women and that's how we can make the big change. It's so true because if all women were on the page that we're on, there's nothing we couldn't do. We actually outnumber the system. We're yeah. actually bigger in numbers, even though we're treated as a minority with yeah. oppression. So that is just ringing so true to me and very inspiring. And I feel like I'm just so grateful for you painting that picture because mm-hmm. I can feel how that's going to stick with me and keep me motivated because I also share your qualms of rolling the rock up and then feeling like it falls down. Yeah. So I need the motivation. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's stick together. We'll yeah. Just- give me your phone number. We'll keep each other accountable. <laughs> yes. um, seriously. It's, it is, it's so, I can't tell you how exciting it is to hear you guys in a, in a younger generation turned on and roiled up and excited about the same thing I am and yeah. bringing yeah. together, healing the feminine, helping the feminine, mm-hmm. um, 
I can't tell you, it's been the most rewarding work I've ever done in my life. <sighs> Did it's you been... have a community yourself when you were starting this 25 years ago? Um, yeah, I did. I did. I, I, my son was like a baby and I was doing the movie and I started the movie like a, you know, wrung out, exhausted, dim version of myself as a new mom, mm. just exhausted and pale skin and miserable. And I got to do this movie and my fellow moms at preschool watched me go from that to this like turned on, fully vibrant, sexual, erotic being. Like I would come into carpool just so turned on. And they're like, what the fuck did you do? Get some six and she'll come to my house and I'll show you. Yes. And that was 20 some years ago. And I'll tell you, those women are still uh, very close to me in my life. And they were just moms at preschool, but they were also drained and, and just wrung mm -hmm. out. You know, mm -hmm. we, we wring women out without filling us yes. back up with the proper tools. We yes. think that we can fill women up with the same thing that will fill the masculine up. And it's not mm -hmm. true. Right. Yes. Oof. I ask because, well, for many reasons, but Rachel and I met in a musical improv class and we like found this sisterhood with all the women that were in the class and we became a team. And just like that community of strong female friendships and talking about this stuff and how fucked up it is, how women are treated. It was, it changed all of our lives. Like yes. having that sisterhood. Oh, it's, it's incredible. It's incredible. Mm -hmm. And, and having autonomy in that sisterhood to me, having that, um, to, to me, the, in the feminine, the feminine thrives in circle. Mm -hmm. and there is no leader and no follower. We all follow and lead one another. Mm -hmm. It's that beautiful circular energy Love. that, you know, we protect each other. We fiercely uh, guide each other. We, um, we mirror for each other. We reflect mm -hmm. to each other. We each other in love, right? And yes. the important thing for me with the feminine is that the feminine holds herself accountable to her choices and her life. And when you have that kind of energy together, watch out. Right? Mm. Yes. Yes. Mm. Unstoppable. Yes. Um, yeah. Uh -huh. Just like Tia sings. Yes. Yes. Sing it, but I love that. <laughs> Good song. No, but it's true. And, and it's, and it's very interesting because you've got so many different kinds of women. Yeah. You have, you have people like your mom, mm -hmm. your mm -hmm. mom, Rachel. I don't, I don't know your mom, Leah, but I know that your mom took away. Oh wait, your mom took away that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> your your mom. Mom. <laughs> I mean, but both of her moms mom are, were are religious. religious. Both yeah. of them. Well, guess Patriarchy. what? Yeah. yeah. Yep. And, and guess what? God gave us <laughs> bodies. And God mm -hmm. gave us these clitorises yes. and God gave us these breasts and yes. the ability to do dual mo duality of movement and sensuality. And so God wants you to partake. Yes. Yes. Oh, that's what yes. I've never understood about God and religion. It's like, if God, if God created all of this, then he would want us to be enjoying all of this. Yes, she would. Yes, yes she, would. she would. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> my, I, have a, I have an assignment for the two of you. Yes. I'm famous for giving homework assignments. <laughs> I love it. I'm honored. My homework assignment is that you get each of your moms to come to an S-Factor class. 
Oh, I would, I would love to do that. Or it is, or it will be crazy. You know what? I will I'm do it, doing... but it will be crazy. You're going to do it? I would do we, it. I'll do it. Okay, good. I'll, there you I'll go. get her. It'll have to be digital or the, okay. or you guys can bring your moms to the, a digital course I'm doing, which is next month. Okay. Down. Woman ignited. Down. I, I feel that I'm here to teach my parents in a lot yeah. of ways yeah. and this would be a good way. You are, you, you both are, I think you're indigo children, aren't you? You're from the indigo children. Uh, I'm definitely, I, yeah, I don't know about that, but I'm a moon. The, set the crown, I think you're like in your 27, 28? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm 30, but you're yeah. indigo children. It means oh. that um, there's a whole book on it that was you were born in a time of such radical transformation of consciousness, mm. and that in the indigo child is the seventh chakra, is the, is the very enlightened Mm. Ah. already enlightened uh-huh. and you were called you're look you're coming and look what you're doing you're, you're called you're being called into greatness mm-hmm. i'm gonna just like have her listen to this episode and then she'll hear the challenge on it, do it. <laughs> like so do we're it. going to class do it <laughs> i do love it. it and then next time i swing on that pole outside their house i'll be like God wants me to. <laughs> yeah, come on, mom. She made yeah, me like I, this. Shake it, mama. I really would love to see that because I really um, grieve for my mom being mm-hmm. the daughter of immigrants from a conservative nation, Hungary, and, you know, growing up religious and that there wasn't even really a chance to learn this mm-hmm. until yeah. now. So mm-hmm. I love this homework assignment. Oh, yay. I love Thank it you. Too. I grieve for my mom. She, I know like she was the daughter of a pastor. So mm-hmm. she lived in that. And she like, oh, I am a feminist because of how she spoke to me. I, I truly think that in her heart, she is a feminist, but she grew up in a time where that wasn't like okay to be outspoken about it. So I do think that she's like proud of me because like it's what she would have wanted to be, but Uh maybe didn't feel allowed to be. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I've never like heard her say that, but that's always what I've felt. Does that resonate in your belly? Then you know. Yeah. It makes me sad. I can hear it in your voice. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm. But I'm very grateful for myself and the generation that is growing up now that they don't have to live in shame anymore. They don't have to, they choose to. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them choose to. And, you know, look, there's just so much beautiful energy that we, I I feel so excited to meet you guys and to feel the beautiful energy that you are carrying forth. And, and there are pockets of the feminine campfire all over the world. And we just have to keep stoking the flame, keep Mm. stoking the flame and keep, you know, sending women to me. I'll send women to you. Just keep like, come on, wake up guys. Yes. Dance under the moonlight and howl like wolves. Feel this fire. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Is there anything that you've learned from this work that you were like surprised by? Oh gosh. Um, yeah, every step of the way, every day, I am oh, every day and in good ways and in bad ways. I, I, I've had more joy and, and more beauty and more light up from other women and their journeys and their, their, uh, bravery and sharing it with me 
I can't even tell you being a fly on the wall and watching one woman after another transform mm -hmm. and let go and surrender into her greatness. Whew, it has been, mm -hmm. uh, it's been uh, tears into my eyes, tears of joy and, and satisfaction. And it has been the greatest pain of my life. I've had so much um, uh, pushback and struggle and, and, and misunderstandings and just trying to go. It's, it's exactly what you guys said. You can see it as clear as day. Yeah. You can see it as clear as day. We all three. Yeah. And go, look, you guys, there's an apple. And they're like, I don't see an apple. And I'm like, yeah, there's an apple right there. If you just bite it. Oh my God, I'm doing that Eve thing. <laughs> no, it's like, it's that. It's that fact that we see and, and hopefully someday in this film, I hope Strip Down, Rise Up and I hope my course, Woman Ignited, both help uh, women to wake up Mm -hmm. and feel, feel the necessity to reclaim themselves. And is there any like... Is there any one thing that listener, listeners or people can do that you feel like is a good starter? Like mm -hmm. what's one place you can start? Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, whew, there's so, there's, there's, when there's you, a lot of ways oh, in, right? But it, it's so funny when you come into, if you, if you haven't read my blog, go to SheilaKelly.com. Okay. I talk about epic life, epic love, epic body. Because for me, what the way it worked for me is I had to find my epic body and my epic body helped me create an epic life. Mm. And that brought my epic love. <sighs> and mm. so it, it all starts in the body. Yeah. So the first thing I would tell somebody, it can't, it can't be a thought, you know, and I love, there's so many great thought leaders and I love them. They're friends of mine. And, but this particular journey has to start in the body. Mm -hmm. And so what I would suggest, the first thing is conscious awareness down into your body, conscious awareness. And the next thing is self-touch. These things, these hands here, my hands, my hands, they heal everybody in my life. Mm -hmm. They love everybody. They take care of and nurture and diaper and feed and, and, and they just, they're, they are life. And I'm always doing this, which is putting them on other people. Mm -hmm. but when you are able to start to put your hands on your own body and your own skin and let your hands begin to bring nurturing mm -hmm. and love and mm -hmm. pleasure to your own body and warmth and security and safety, there is nothing like it. That is how I would start. I would mm -hmm. start squeezing yourself and hugging yourself and touching yourself every part of yourself mm -hmm. that is the first step of body ownership mm -hmm. and that is the first thing you need to do if you do not own your body if you do not actively own your body as is as is someone else will that's oh. the culture we live in the patriarchy likes to own shit they like to put mm -hmm. lines in the sand they like to put lines on the earth and divide it up and they are bodies our property, mm -hmm. unless you say, I no, uh -uh. I'm touching it. I'm, and when you touch it, here's what it does. It does so many things. Your hands are teaching the skin surface that you're intact. You're teaching the surface of your skin 
that you, there are no penetrating holes where anybody can get in that you don't want. So that's mm. boundary exercise. So skin mm. boundary exercise. The second thing it does is pleasure. I just put your hands through your hair and mess it up. Oh, and pleasure. Good. So there, so body ownership, number one, pleasure. Number two, number three is you are waking up over two, I think it's million or billion nerve endings. If you miss, don't miss a single section of your body. Don't mm. scratch it, do a, all kinds of touch. There's scratching touch, there's squeezing touch, there's ringing touch, there's slapping touch, there's tickling touch. There's firm, warm, loving touch. Mm. There's so many ways to reclaim the body and that's where you start. Ooh. Oh. 100, 100, 100, 100. Like, <laughs> it's like a little orgy here. Yes. Wait, Sheila, I have to tell you because you'll love this. I gave myself so homework and Rachel, I haven't told you this either. I gave myself homework when I came here for to Uruguay. I was like, for two weeks, every day, I'm going to masturbate because I feel like I got really like, I'm in a relationship. So I was more so mm. relying on sex and just didn't masturbate as much. Mm -hmm. And I'm on day three and already loving it. <laughs> <laughs> Can I ask an intimate question? Sure. Because you do you, what, what form do you use? Hands? Vibrator. Vibrators? Mm. Vibrator. Water? Mm. Oh, friction water. Water is really good. Bathtub. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Oh, that's where I got my start. <laughs> that's Me too. Where I learned. <laughs> oh my God. Rachel, stop it. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Me too. Um, Do you have a preference? Huh? Do you have a preference? Is that why you ask? No, I love them okay. all. Okay. I find vibrators super, super easy. Mm -hmm. yeah. And so sometimes I don't want to make it easy. Yeah. Mm. Sometimes I go back to the old fashioned hand way. Yes. Mm -hmm. Or just I, the fiction way. Mm -hmm. I do that too with um, taking like hiatus from the vibrator, check in on my stimulation level. Yeah. Um, I do like hiatus from porn to imagination, get, get it back. Yeah. yeah. Um, I love that touching. And I also feel like people could incorporate in the gratitude for their body, Absolutely. for the function, like, mm -hmm getting out of the way of judgment because there's so much judgment that comes down on our bodies, which obviously you deal so much with, I'm sure in all yeah. your clients, like getting rid of judgment and instead focusing on like, thank you arms for doing all the things Sheila said, like nurturing, feeling, mm -hmm. touching, thank you chest for breathing without me even thinking about it. Like mm -hmm. thanking each part of your body. Love that I that love could be that. nice. Yeah. That's beautiful. Do you consider yourself a witch? You did say you're a channel. Um, <clears throat> what is a witch? <laughs> oh. To us, to us, it's an empowered yeah. person who chooses to transmit energy to get a, a, a desired result. Then I guess I am. Yeah, <laughs> knew it, knew it. You are. <laughs> I, I love the word channel though uh, as well because for some reason. I got to tell you some of this, some of the stuff I do and some of them, some of the things that come through me, I can't take responsibility for mm -hmm. in a good way. Like I, yeah. I, I don't want to, I want to give the responsibility to the person who's dancing or moving or the energy that's coming. I truly believe there's an energy that comes through people mm -hmm. when, they're, when they're willing and willing and able. And so maybe that's the same thing as a witch. Mm-hmm. 
Oh uh, yeah, it's all semantics. I think yeah. <laughs> you're definitely empowered. Oh yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. Um, could we do a reading for you? I would love that. I'm what super else? excited. I was like waiting the whole hour for this. Yes. <laughs> okay. Have you had a reading before or been to a psychic or anything? I have. I've been to quite a few different modalities. Okay. Never have I felt like, oh my God, they really get me. Mm-hmm. Or, oh my God, they really saw all the people I lost in my life. Mm-hmm. But there was one and, and on I, it's a long story, but I went to one psychic after my, uh, I went to this particular person after my mother passed and he actually saw everybody, all the souls that had left me uh, over my shoulders, which was exactly the same amount that I lost. And he described several of them to the T. His name wasn't Bill, was it? Maybe. Bill in Phillips the, in California? Is he in the OC? Yes. Yes. We've had him on and he's like, he's amazing. A crazy good medium. <gasps> okay. I'm, I'm going to look that up. While look it up. Yes. <laughs> I would believe it. Cause he, he was very spot on. He's in the OC, right? Yeah. He's yep. in the OC. Cause I remember he drove up to record with us from the OC. Okay. And he, I'm going to find out. Okay. Let us know later, but okay. I have a feeling it may have been him. I mean, how many are there that are that good? Not that many. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. So I'm going to so pull. What are you doing? What are, you, what are we, what's the reading? Okay. I'm going to pull from the queen of the moon oracle for you. Okay. Very, uh, it's using the moon. So we talked about moon time and all that. I feel like this is aligned. Mm-hmm. Um, we can ask anything you want. It can be specific or general. It could be for you. It could be for the collective. Like it, what's coming to mind something's coming to mind already yeah what's next what's next next? great what's next I'm gonna kind of form that into what do you need to know for what's next because these are going to give you the answer to that I love that okay so let's all do a deep breath in together What's next? We got it right here. Wow. Resilience. Oh, resilience. She's carrying a fucking rock. You guys, (laughs) holy shit. It's the boulder. It's the boulder. boulder. She's carrying a rock through which there is growth and she is definitely going uphill. And for listeners, yeah, the, it's like on her back, she's crouched down and then it's very like cosmic whoa i've never i've also never pulled this card and i use this deck a lot i've never pulled resilience i don't know this card okay so i have to have resilience for what you already Uh uh-huh you already already have have it it. but it's saying let's see what it says let me read it to you i want to hear yeah (sighs) okay that's really cool what was the number on it 21 that feels kind of lucky party Vegas. (laughs) Okay. Resilience. Making mistakes builds resilience. I have learned my lessons from the mistakes I have made. I stand strong. I am an adult and I act with self responsibility. The mantra to carry with you is I am strong and resilient. Mm. 
Okay. (laughs) As we stretch and expand towards our intentions, oh, stretch and expand, not twist and get small. That's right. Okay. We will most likely meet resistance. Mm -hmm. Oh, God. (laughs) That's crazy. After what we've just talked about. Right. It says, or it says, or wait for it, make mistakes or fail altogether. This is where resilience, confidence, and our inner will come to play. We might ask ourselves, how much do we really want what we are going for? Does what we want align with our needs and values? Mm. Are we really devoted to having it? Do we, do we think we are enough? Do we have the strength to keep going? While all of us at some time have to go through periods of imbalance and difficulty, even of suffering, it is important we learn to grow and rely on our resilience. Mm. This is true power from the inside out. Building our reserves, like the cup of water of resilience, This ability to stand strong and bounce back is something that has at its heart wisdom and learning taken Mm. from experience 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. Having resilience allows us the the solidity and yet the freedom to grow and to take that leap to the next level. It allows us to reach higher with the stability that makes things less risky and allows us to create with a bit more pleasure. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Remember, mistakes are simply information gathering. That's it. The less drama and guilt and shame you attach to them, the better. The experience of failure or mistakes is simply one of learning. That is all. As we move around the lunar cycle and in life, we can see how things may have occurred before and that we have experience in how to handle them. Even if we don't have direct experience, we can build resilience as an insurance policy against being devastated by the opinions of others. (laughs) While someone might say something nasty about us, when we compare this to what we know to be true about ourselves, it is truly no great hurt and really just a piece of information gathering. Wow. What? I have chills. I do too. What? I can't believe this. I've never, ever, ever seen this card. And she's on the mountain, you guys. Like she's crazy. It's just crazy. You depicted this card, Sheila, in your description. I'm talking about it. And it came through because you're an open channel. So Mm -hmm. I'm not surprised. Bizarre. That's incredible. So now it's Bill and us. You add to the Bill and you guys. (laughs) All right. Wow. Thanks for being open to that. Yeah. And letting it come through. And let's just, yay, I'm so glad. Me too. I think we all need to hear that in this fight. Um, Let's wrap it up with a basic blessing. This is how we close out every show. It's just something we're each grateful for today. Mm. Oh, I'm so grateful for you, Sheila, and pole dancing and your film and just this movement of sensuality and sexuality and yes 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 more please thank you 
I'm grateful for another hero to us, Mama Gina, who we all referenced today, um, for writing what she wrote so that we could learn about it. And ditto to you, Sheila, for doing what you do so we could learn about it. That's beautiful. I have so much gratitude in my heart right now, just listening to you, you two. Um, like I said, carrying the torch forward is mm -hmm. so exciting that it's not, you know, that is that 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 this message of awakening to the feminine is stirring up in a generation below me i'm so excited about that honestly it, it actually gives me a sense of like oh it's gonna I be mean, okay i think you, you did it older man here yeah. <laughs> exactly. we're behind it's you heavy. pushing it <laughs> i'm so grateful for that so thank you what a beautiful what a beautiful show you guys have you guys are awesome Thank, Thank you. you. We feel the same about you. Witches,